just got sent to Iraq. Yeah. Before we went there, we went under some intense training. Like, mm-hmm. yo, you got to get your man right. Kill or be killed. I right. got to come home. Everybody here got to come home. You need too much worry about them. If, you know, you have to eliminate the threat, all of that type of stuff, yeah. you got to come home. Right? Yeah. So no, that's the that's the same head we held over when you, the, when you came when you came back. Yeah, we were holding our head for a year in Afghanistan, right. Iraq. Right. Now when we come back, it's not it don't embedded in us. Yeah, yeah it's, it can't erase like that. So we got into the club, right? And we just you know we happy to be home. We having a good time holding our kind of. And you know the the, the knucklehead them that home that yeah. you know that man just being the self being. Yeah. You know, come bump into we step on our shoe. I'm like, just being disrespectful, right. and instinctively we going back to the same yeah. thing we were trained to do. Right. Whereas, like, eliminate this threat, and it's like you ain't in a, in in a war zone no more. Right. So it's like you have to like com- compose yourself to a place where you are like, yo, I can't pop his head off right now. Where I could have, where I had grounds to do that. Right. Where I, where I felt threatened when I was yeah. overseas. You know what I mean? I can't do that. Right. And then so it's like, so what the fuck do I do? Welcome to another episode of the Caribbean Currency Podcast, where Caribbean culture meets financial literacy. As always, it's me, your host, Redman, my co-host, Kyle, and Sony, and the ones and twos. You're going to see on the episodes right now. Season two, though, we will make sure that we get on the episodes, okay? Um, normally, on the podcast, we have guests, and sometimes we have ourselves. Uh, we are also personalities within ourselves. So today, we're going to have an intimate discussion with our co-host, Kyle, co-founder. So, um, I like the word intimate, you know. We should have paused yo, after that. Bro. We should have hit that. No, pause. it's intimate. It's me and you <laughs> sitting close. You want to hold my hand? It's, it's hold my hand. All of us. Hold my hand. Act like you never hold my hand, hand before. We had to cross the street holding hands in elementary. Hold my hand in my pocket. Well, put your hand in your fucking pocket then. Shit. Uh, we're going to pause after the intimate, okay? No, we're, we're not pausing. It's an intimate conversation. We're going to get to know Kyle and all the stuff he's accomplished in his life and, and, and how we got to this point. Um, He's a really instrumental person in the community as we speak. He's making a lot of changes and bringing a lot of information to the people so they could uh, be financial literal, 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 literate. Financially literate. There you go. Whew. Charlotte Amali, I apologize. Okay. <laughs> but I'm supposed to know how to do that. So yeah, man. Um God. Yes, I Seishos. Is it Seishos or is it Sexos? No, is it Seishos or Sexos for the spelling? It's S-E-X-I-U-S. Backstory. I think mm-hmm. we did this on the last podcast. Did we? We probably did, guy. He don't do this every time he got a comment. Man. My last name is Sexos. I get you saved in my phone as sexy, by the way. You remember that nickname? No, I don't remember that. <laughs> my last name is Sexos. Kyle Sexos, okay? Uh-huh. Okay. I ain't gonna go into all of that extra shit. No. That's a story for another day. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. How Appreciate you... being here. Right. Um, This platform is important. Very important. Because we could have conversations that we don't have all the time in private, but the world needs to hear it. Because there's a lot of stuff that definitely, you know, what I mean, these money, the, the community ain't exposed to, you know. So right. it's our business to just make noise about certain subjects, and I feel like financial literacy is one of them subjects we got screened. I can't say that I know that you are going to be at this point, but I know when we were younger, in our early twenties, a lot of us were kind of doing a bunch of stuff in the street, mm-hmm. and you were always a person that were like. Being an entrepreneur from the jump, whether you were selling the shades or open, I remember you were like open up a store and see you like I move in Saint Croix, open up a store, I sell it with my clothes. You don't <laughs> get no clothes in Saint Croix, you know. <laughs> so I go open up a store in Saint Croix. How was it that was a Well, I'm not buying no clothes from him. That's not true. <laughs> Saint Croix support the vibe, but guess what happened? You know what happened? And this is why timing is is, is everything. As I open in uh, December of 2011, right before Carnival season, mm. nobody. I was selling out like crazy. I was like baby boy when he was selling them yeah. clothes out of the trunk. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> was selling all like crazy. Listen, all the sweet thing them used to come to my store. Okay, well, you get new today. You know what I mean? Do you my thing? January of 2012, Hovensa announced that they closing. Don't shop. Oh, man. And I would have like blood of the island. That, 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 island that people were rich was, then. Yeah, that plant wow. was responsible for like... Everybody had a Honda Civic. Territory. Between them and the subcontractors and everybody else. Mm. And even if if a, a girl that used to shop from me, they didn't get layoff. Her father got layoff. And we her father were paying the bills. No, instead of buying a dress, she yeah. got to go pay the light bill. Right. So that impacted me tremendously. Right. You know, so I ended up having to close up so shop. So you just come back rock? I went overseas. Rock right. had that type of bread for me at right. a point in time. So I had to figure out a way to make this bread. Right. But not only that you... you you did um, the store, and of course, the culture shades was is and still is a hit. Yeah, definitely. And if it's not a hit, it's because you just kind of shift your focus. Yeah, but you and, just and you know what's crazy? The demand is there, like ridiculous. You know what it's like, bro? I launched culture in 2014, you know. That? Yeah. To this day, when mm-hmm. I go to carnival and stuff, and I walk around, I still see people in them shades that was made 2014 still walking around the place. That goes to show the quality of them shit. It was just a struggle getting them from overseas with a supplier and then COVID. That right. was just crazy. So I, I remember passed. I went to Mexico with them shades and on my way back, I gave to a Mexican. I was just going to say, like, <laughs> <laughs> I said, give man, me so much shit. Said, I don't like it away. The man said, yo, I gained on this trip, man. I need some shades. You know, you know me wearing nothing else but your shades. You know, man. Like, you like me up. You still got yours? The best part was the kids that came in because mm-hmm. now my kids don't use them. Yeah. As like there to pull like their little lip gloss. And yeah. Like yeah. their sunglasses oh, bro, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. Quite- I was feeling really charitable when I was leaving Mexico. I had such a good time. I, had, <laughs> I, I used to have a bunch of... Back. With ribbons on. How you leave with culture shades and I come back with ribbons? They see my boy, what the shades? Um, I had to get them away. What the fuck you get them away to? Like, how man, I going to get them to you man, and you get them to somebody else? You got to help the needy. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And I get US dollars and they get um, pesos. You know what I mean? So not only them type of things, then you also, you know what I mean, had a stint in promotion, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? The comedy show. Yeah. I think um what was the other big show you guys are do? We do the um we did the biggest thing I ever did in St. Thomas was um the music fest. The music fest. Great long future. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't a, I didn't I didn't get to see that, but uh, I, I, I heard about it. I, yeah, I read about it. Like that was it could have been better authentic, but that's a story for another day. But the, the brand did really good. We do what we was. No, the fact that you could do that. Mm-hmm. And then thinking back about like where you come from. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like you come from some rich family. Or, we come from the same like, place. Had, we come from the same place. You know what I mean? These products, you know, but you, you always find a way. When we were creating opportunities where typically when you find the projects, you create opportunities. Now what the beauty about us growing up, right? Is like we were all together, but we didn't influence each other. Like you had to do what I were doing, you know what I mean? And but we support each other, like in the, yeah. whatever part we were going on, you know what I mean? Like, like this man might have a gun, but Kyle don't need a gun, and we don't give a shit if and he we, have a gun. And but we won't point no pressure. We won't point no pressure on him to have a gun or to sure. do that. He's like, oh, this is yeah, this is what he doing, you know what right. I mean? So he went down that road where, um, yo, funny thing is, I'm one of the funny stories I ever remember. Um, so after I, I think I graduated first, mm-hmm. I finished high school first and, um, I went away to job corps and I ended up joining the military Sony, right? And I went to, I went through boot camp, and then I went to, um, AIT in, um, Fort Lee, Virginia. Fort Lee, Virginia. And I shit you not, this shit is the farthest thing from my mind. Cause when I was in Fort, when I was going to boot camp, I it was nobody in my unit from the Virgin Islands. Couple of Jamaicans, right? Bro, I swear to God, I went in line going to the defac, and another unit were marching, and I see Kyle, and I was like, Kyle, <laughs> bro, if I didn't end up in the front line and rest position so fast, was screaming out Kyle name because I was so shocked. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> because back then I didn't have any cell phone yeah. and you couldn't really communicate like that so it wasn't like knowing like knowing like oh I joined in the military too you know what I mean it wasn't we didn't know so to see him pop up like I I just in a line and I looking at his new unit coming and I could see my fucking cousin 
with these big fucking military glasses on a brung. And I'm like, that fuck is Kyle. <laughs> and then like, when you march it, you can't look left. You look can't. Right. You can't. <laughs> so I just hear somebody screaming my name. Yo. Oh, my God. I can't even look around. So then what's crazy Bro. is, right? I heard that. But then my I had another partner. Uh, Perry. Perry. My partner, Perry. <laughs> Shout out, Perry. Perry was there with him. Yeah. Perry. I see Perry. So, so, so when I caught, and then I didn't know he was there. <laughs> so when I got to um um uh, Fort Lee, uh Perry, I link up with Perry. So Perry was like, Yeah, hey, um, stay here coming back, man. Hey, yeah, 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 girl, I want you, I want you to meet. Like, okay. So Perry boss uh Perry went to here and tell him, mm-hmm. hey, yeah, pana don't hey, he get weed in <laughs> <laughs> So he come to my room, right? Walking in like, hey, what are we? What are we is, man? And he see me, I see him, like, yeah, bro. What the fuck? What that you doing the, here? That was the best reunion ever. Then. Ever. I swear. And then after like, all of that, right, he gonna yeah. ask me, so what the weed is, Kylie? Yeah. <laughs> What's a fucking weed if I mean, you don't tell me? For me, we're like, fuck this military shit, you know. They say, they're gonna give you a $16,000 bonus if you join. I was like, what? $16,000? I gonna Listen, go do some push up on some shit. One person you ain't gonna see in Uncle Sam Army. You me. Money, and I, that, I was so shocked. Right. Like, bro, you make Bro. it this far right you know never i wasn't not, not even the fact of him trying how the fuck you get this far like bro yo how? yo the crazy thing is right i score so high on the ass vibe right i really could have joined the air force you know but the air force weren't giving us no bonus because 9-11 had just happened and the army were giving you the biggest bonus so the recruiter were like yo um so what you want to do? I was like, how much? What are like, they looking like? And they were like, well, the, the highest one right now is petroleum supply specialist, 16,000. I was like, oh, yeah, let me get our one. I don't know what the fuck that is, but like, whatever that is, sign me up right now. I, you know what? You know what made me lose interest in the military? When I get to my duty station, they only give me half the money. I was like, wait a minute. So <laughs> I went to this dude this. tell me that when I reach my duty station, you going to give me $16,000. You only give me eight. Oh, no. I doing what I want. I eat what I like. I doing everything wrong in the military. Yeah, I had expect that energy like, early. Like I, used to, like, I doing everything wrong. Like, me care. Like, I, like I'm not in this military shit at all. <laughs> like, they they they, they chip me. Mm. So, so you, I know you join the military, the, all the stuff that you do, and you persevere too. Mm. Because it was you, mommy, the two dad, the two, had two kids, right? And you had to man up real quick. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? When I, we ain't had it easy, you know, single parent household. I really single got my grandmother a day. Yeah. But, all of us were day, but it was a it was a single parent. Yeah. But you know what I mean. We had a village around us, like all of that. They were cool, but like what what motivates you? Because I feel like when I look at our lives in contrast, um, we had the same family, mm-hmm. we had the same upbringing, we had the same resources, yeah. but something had to motivate you to go down the road. I know what motivated me to go down the road. I yeah. right or wrong, I know what motivated. Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. What motivated you? To say, cause you, dude, your journey so like dope, like I, it's crazy. Like first of all, Shaggy racing horse, he get a food van. It's so much different shit so that you could have do. Crazy, you know why I would say my mom, my father, he wasn't really present yeah. as much as he could have been, and yeah. I don't fault him for it because yeah. twenty one year old Rasta man with a child. I still my boy. Trying to figure it out, man. Still as I get as older. I was, you know, he's yeah. up on him a lot. Yeah. Like, yo, he, he was trying to figure it out. He really? do the best he do, yeah. knowing what he knew. Right. You know what I mean? But um, but he always had that hustle. Right. My father didn't work no job, but he always selling food. Bro, so he had, had a hustle. So I struck them all in the morning. Right. You check, we up from five o'clock making corn meal and mm-hmm. oats and, and buying titty bread and thing to go sell. And, you know, he, he's, he's right. hustling on the side, driving dump truck, <laughs> yeah. back home, all of them type of vibe. My mom was more traditional where it's like, we go to work every day. She ain't gonna miss a day. Right. And she gonna do her nine to five. Yeah. Whatever outside of that nine to five, we can't afford it. Okay? We can't right. get. Right. Check? That's what she knew. Right. So in a space, I was, I was in a space where my mother couldn't afford the gate to me and my father was too busy doing whatever it is he yeah. was doing. So how am I gonna get? Right. I gotta go create some type of income to get this thing. And the thing at the time was shoes. Shoes. Oh, yeah. Hey, we try me fly. Right. We grew up Watching all I had them be flight, Facts. and getting all the girl and be caught the flight. Facts. So shit, 
I got I got follow suit. Right. I, I didn't like jail. Right. I was too scared to go jail. Right. So I was like, you know what? Probably ain't gonna sell no weed. Right. <laughs> Probably ain't gonna rob nobody. Right. I was skinny bad. So right. like, who the fuck I gonna rob? Right. You know? So I said, well, I'm gonna be an any NBA player. Yeah, even when, though your nickname was Spotty Pippen, I had to give up on that dream. Man. Yeah, he was Spotty Pippen. That was his nickname when we were playing ball. Pass it to Spotty. <laughs> Backstory on that. He I had get, he had I a chicken, chicken box. Really <laughs> <laughs> I got chicken box really bad when I was a young man. And you know you gotta be quarantined when you get chicken box, and then you get let out after like two three weeks. So they see me for two three weeks, and I come outside and. They is full of spots, my son. Like, Yo, listen, one thing in the project, bro, like everybody going to get torn. Yeah. Okay. Everybody going to get torn yeah. to get teased and your back got to be strong and your skin yeah. got to so be tough. people clung in me, I'd be like, that shit don't mean nothing to me, man. Ain't nothing you could tell me right now that my friends ain't never tell me. What? My loved they ones ain't never tell me everything. You can't make nothing up. I don't exactly. care. So like, Okay, boom, you so, know what I mean? So back to, to like, what, what what drove me was the fact that I didn't have it. And right. I wanted it. And I didn't want to do, t- I wasn't, I don't want to say brave, but I wasn't in that mind space to, like, rob people or right. steal or, you know what I mean? I was scared of the consequences from that shit. Yeah, you were brave. <laughs> you just, you were making different way. decisions exactly. on us. Exactly. You were like, so, nah. That's when I, you know. Let I me know when little, I come back. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> get my little summer job, them on the side. They used to go, the rights of passage were Pueblo. Bang. Yeah. You had to go Pueblo and right. You check, go over there, make my little money, and then just do what it is I could have done. As for, you know, buy my little clothes or yeah. whatever the case may be. Help my mother out a little bit. You know, she was grateful for the help. God, that's, I pay a hundred dollars because she ain't got to buy it. But it's either I going to wear these feelers that my mother buy me. And you always fly too because every time we should go movies, Kyle is the last person to come out of the house. Right. I swear to God, like everybody ready and sweating at night, waiting for Kyle to come downstairs. And then they didn't even have on anything special. Yeah, it was special. <laughs> we were just like, we were like why would we just wait two hours for you? Like, why? Yeah, you used to clock when I called downstairs. Yeah, why was the round of applause? Like, finally, this now, like, making downstairs. And our best friend, I live like next door to him, too. You know, he done downstairs. So, like, why you ain't downstairs? Our other best friend, I live in the other building across. So, it's like, Bro, come on, man. We still got to walk to the movies, bro. You know, we outside for two hours. You teach fresh. them about making a grand entrance. They used to want to, like, open up the event. Them like, the girl, I mean, they yet, guys. You got to wait till they get there, and then we're going to pull up. That's why I was getting lost in the sauce. Nah, why? He fashionably late in Kyle M.O. Trust me. Don't want to say too tardy. That shit is four tardy. <laughs> Welcome. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, you join the military... And you went overseas. Mm-hmm. So um, um, how was that experience? So yeah, like I joined the mil- so I I graduated high school. Didn't know what it is I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a the I didn't have the best grades in school. Right. So I was like, man, not I, because you wasn't smart. I just didn't. I, That's the thing the people dynamic. really need to yeah. understand. I, you I was are, speaking to a kid in, uh, the other mm-hmm. day, and I was like, what you want to do? He said, well, you know what? Uh, what you think? He said, I ain't the smartest. I no. He said, I ain't too smart in school. I said, man, don't you ever say that. Like, what are you talking about? You could say you don't get the best grades, but you smart. Right. You might not be smart in calculus, but you smart in fixing Not even that the structure. The structure you know I mean? didn't fit yeah, you. exactly. Like, you so, are learning so, so, other ways. Exactly. You are teaching us shit other ways. So that's where I was. Where I was like, man, I, I really ain't feeling this more school thing as far as going to college, paying for it. My right. mother barely have it to give me. Mm-hmm. So like I can't go to college and then fumble the fumble her bag. Right. But then at the same time, like I really don't want to do this here. Right. But I don't want to be a bum. Right. I don't want to be broke out here just trying to figure it out. So what do I do? And then the recruiter come right during that time when I was having those stats and yeah. come stro- stroll right by and say, Hey man, you know you could join the army, the national guard, you know. You ain't going to know why you know why. Man, big lie. Them motherfuckers is the best liars in the world. You're going to come out during hurricane season and help people that are trapped in the house and that's it, man. You're going to be here the whole time. Yeah, man, that's song doable. Yeah. I signed up in February 20, 2003. March 2003, George Bush declared war and the Taliban. Facts. Not even a full month. Were we in AIT when that happened? No, you probably was, but I had just... No, 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 no. No, not yet. Um, Because I went later that year. I went to... When I meet up with Drew, it was like the end of that year. End of that year. Like, 2003. So, the 25th of February is when I signed them papers. And right. March. 
February get Matter 28 fact, months. I mean, 28 declared, days. He went into Iraq when we were in AIT. Yes. We was in a lunch room yes. when he declared. Yes, yes. The defect when so, he declared. Yeah. My, my recruiter tell me me ain't going to place. Really? And I sit now watching the news and I see oh, Tomahawk yeah. missiles and all this stuff yeah. dropping in Afghanistan and soldiers out there. And they're like, I just signed them papers yesterday. I just signed them. Long story short, the following year, yeah, my name was called to go to Iraq. Um, luckily, I went with my my partner them from home. We went to a home unit, a very right. unit. So a lot of my partner them. So it didn't really feel, right. you know, as like you're alone. Yeah, yeah. it was still intense, guy. Right. You didn't know what to expect. But once we got there, we we went through the training, did all of that stuff. Right. You know, it um it was. We were blessed to come back with everybody we went with. Right. We might not all come back the same. Right. You know, because PTSD is real. Right. I still have my, my little battles with PTSD when right. it comes to, you know, the stuff that I experienced over there. And I know a lot of my guys and gals that was overseas with, with me right. went through the same thing. But we were blessed to come back home with everybody, with all the limbs. Right. Um. So, as are you talking about serving in the military, right? Because I grew up around both of you. Right. I just want to take a serious moment and thank I for I service. Like mm-hmm. for real. I've been a military spouse for eight years. Yes. And just being a spouse, like, that wasn't a life for me. I didn't like it. Like, right. I was, you know, helping my husband prepare. I was taking care of home while he was doing his early morning calls. And thank God he never get deployed, right. you know, like in a combat mm-hmm. field. Yeah. But. Seriously, like thank both I for I service. And I a lot of people it. don't know, like this dude right here, red man. And the screen with the with the yeah. <laughs> yeah sure you see me. Serve like in the United States military. <laughs> like people were it. like, can't believe it. Like even when I find out, I was like, What? Yeah. I was like, What are you doing? Yeah. Like they know they know you were they right. know you your basic. What's about I I went through my troubles in the military. I end up serving jail time in the military as well. That sounds the good. funny thing about it is when I finally got arrested <laughs> and I was going through Atlanta airport, when I get on the plane, guess who I see? Louis. Louis. But he was traveling and oh, he was oh. sitting down and I was in handcuffs. Like, <laughs> and they were like covering my hands. Just like, and Louis was looking at me like, Red Man, what the fuck, what you, do? The fuck you do? <laughs> Shout out Louis. Louis for the VA. What oh, yeah, yeah, Louis, man. Um, and, and appreciate Louis for his service, man. And this crazy thing about Louis is when we were growing up, we were at tension. We were at ads. He was from a different neighborhood. No, Louis is one of my good friends. So I'm like, I could rely on, you know what I mean? And through Kyle too, as well, our relationship gets stronger. Like the military made our relationship stronger too. You know what I mean? So just come little fully tidbits of our, our military um escapades. Yeah, you know what I mean? Crazy. Oh my God, it was, it was crazy, but man. So as far as, so when I joined the military, went to Iraq, came back, Um, I come back home and it was, I went to a space where like, I was gone for a whole year, mm-hmm. right? I wasn't home. I wouldn't see my loved ones. I was doing something every day for a whole year. Like, in the morning, we got a mission. We got to do this. We got to do this. Da, 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 da. I began to pay. I wouldn't worry about where my next paycheck was coming from. <coughs> that type of thing. So now my order's up. Boom. Done, Kyle. Thank you for your service. Go back home. You guys are done. Go home and relax. We land in St. Thomas. I got off the plane. I had nowhere to be. Nothing to do. I had a little job at the... um. At a Ritz Carlton, mm-hmm. uh, answering the phones before I went overseas. And it was just something to just yeah. give me a little bread, like $12 or something. Yeah. I was grateful for it at the time. Yeah. Now coming back from the military, we were making decent money. It's like, right. do I want to go back to answering somebody's phone? Right. And they calling me every day, like, hey, Kay, when you coming back? Hey, when you coming back? And they're like, yo, I don't, I don't want to ignore you, but I don't want to do that. Right. So like I sit long and nothing happening and I make my bank account getting small and it's like I spending money. Right. And it's like, what, what am I going to do? While I was overseas, um, as a soldier, I met this dude. I used to see this dude where we used to walk, and he coming in at the po- at that point in time. Ivizu jeans was a shit, mm-hmm. and red monkey jeans, and <coughs> yeah, shit yeah. Were expensive, like eight hundred dollars. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he coming to walk in the desert in Iraq, yeah. wearing them there with Tims, and I like, bro, what you to do? Yeah. It's the same thing you to do. Really? How? I had to work for a contractor. Mm-hmm. I, I I do uh, private contracting. I say, yeah. What kind of bread you making? You making three times what I was making. Right. 
and doing way less work. Yeah. Getting vacation every three months. Yeah, don't yeah. have to follow these dumb ass idols. Well, the idols weren't dumb, but. You yeah. know what I mean? You gotta wear this ugly uniform. Right, man. You got your own room. We Back then, we were polishing so boots too, man. That was crazy. So, last story, Shad, no. He introduced me to the recruiter. The recruiter said, listen, when I get when you get home, just give me a shout and I'll have you back out here whenever you're ready. Right. So now I say, you know what? Let me enjoy being home. And I had no kids at a point in time. So I was home. I had a girl at a point, my, my baby mother. So I'm home and like, no, everybody have access to me. Right. So everybody want to talk. Everybody want to show up. Everybody want, hey, 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 we miss you. You miss you. And I'm like, yo, I just want to be alone. And yeah. I didn't realize like, that withdrawal were real, you know, yeah. and that, that's a form of PTSD because, like, the first night, bro, I'll never forget, the first night they had a thunderstorm mm-hmm. that hit St. Thomas and it was like a bad thunderstorm. And instinctively, bro, when that thunder hit, I roll off my bed, mm-hmm. hit the ground, and roll under the bed. You know? Yeah. It just so happened my grandmother going to the bathroom at the same time and she passed and she see that one set of balling. What am I doing to my child? <laughs> yo, yo, listen with that, right? And you say I love some guy, right? She's so dramatic when it comes to guy. Oh my! Hey, I saw grandchild, but she said, "What it do to my child?" And I under the bed, ain't even realizing. I under the bed. I just feel like you know this is protocol. Yeah. And I get up, and it's like, hey, like Granny is okay, man. It's just I just forget where it was. It's alright. Go sleep. Go sleep. And she didn't want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I she went to calm shit up. She went to straight praying. Yeah, exactly. Aunt Lucy, and you know something about our grandmother, them, they don't go on their knees and pray. No, they don't lay long in the bed and pray. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I wake up, up the whole house. Yeah, Waking up the whole she house. She doesn't be in the bed like this praying. <laughs> wake up the whole house. So Singing hymns and shit. <laughs> that was their favorite thing to do. So after that, no, I like, you know what? I, I Oh, this was it for me. I went to the greenhouse. We went mm-hmm. to the club, mm-hmm. right? Remember knowing them. Me and Ami partner, and we just got sent to Iraq. Yeah. Before we went there, we went under some intense training. Like, mm-hmm. yo, you gotta get your mind right. Kill or be killed. I right. gotta come home. Everybody here gotta come home. You need too much worry about them. If you know, you have to eliminate the threat, all of that type of stuff. Yeah. You gotta come home, right? Yeah. So no, that's the that's the same head we held over when you, the, when you came when you came back. Yeah, we were holding our head for a year in Afghanistan, uh-huh. Iraq. Right. Now when we come back, it's not it don't embed it in us. Yeah, yeah it's, you can't erase like that. So we got into the club, right? And we just, you know, we happy to be home. We having a good time holding our kinda. And you know the the, the knucklehead, them that home that yeah. you know, the, them man just being the self, being yeah. you know, come bump into we step on our shoe, them type, just being disrespectful. Yeah. And instinctively we going back to the same yeah. thing we were trained to do. Right. Where it's like eliminate this threat. And it's like you ain't in a, in, in a war zone no more. Right. So it's like, you have to like com- compose yourself to a place where you're like, yo, I can't pop his head off right now where I could have, where I had grounds to do that. Right. Where I, where I felt threatened when I was yeah. overseas. You know what I mean? I can't do that. Right. And then so it's like, so what the fuck do I do? So now right. you feel like a sitting duck. Right. Because it's like, <clears throat> you can't protect yourself. You can't defend yourself. You just got like sit here and like. Yeah. So that was, that was dying itself. And I had, I was 21 at the time. Yeah. You check, I ain't some, well put together. Without old head, yeah, right, yeah. Like 21 years old. Young as well, too, yeah. Out. Yeah. You check? So, um, that's when I was like, you know, I got to get off of here, man. Cause I could see how easy it is to get caught up in dumb shit. Yeah. So, like, no. So, I, I called a recruiter. Long story short, I got a job. Me and, like, four of my other partner, and then we went back overseas. Did that, um, for a couple of years, for a while. And yeah. For a good while. On and after. Yeah. And my first year, this is going, I'll tell you back to financial literacy because mm-hmm. now I overseas and I'm making six figures a year at 21. Yeah. Nobody teach me nothing about money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nothing about nothing. Oh, no. Bro, my first year, I put Lamborghini doors on the Celica. Mm-hmm. I put air right suspension in the Celica. Mm-hmm. Change the rims, spray jab, you name it. We were going on vacation. Every time I go on vacation, I rent in a big ass villa, bro. Mm-hmm. For me and my partner, them, hey, show up. I yeah. ain't got a partner. You could pardon? No, come still. Yeah. You know, we going in a strip club and we, that's when making it rain and shit were yeah. hot. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, we just throwing money, doing, just doing dumb shit. So now at the end, you know, at the end of the year, you get your, your W2. Yeah. And your W2 <clears> tells you how much you made that year. Yeah. When I look at my W2 yeah. and I see how much I made and I look at my bank account. Yeah. I was like, oh hell no! Yeah. I get sick to my stomach. Yeah, I'm like, what the fuck? yeah me. It's funny, guys. Yeah, hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like you know how we and have. I get six hundred dollars in your account. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? 
You ain't lying. If it was six hundred, it was like twelve hundred, my boy. And I get a bunch of bills due in couple more. What about not make hundreds of thousands of dollars? Don't spend hundreds of thousands. Yeah. So now, like, like how we have reels now that are recap your experiences. A real plane in my head throughout the whole year of all the stupid shit they do. And I was blowing money on, right? So I was like, no, 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 no. And then at that same time, every year when you're doing contracting, they're going to have rumors that, hey, your company ain't going to win this contract next year. So Allah, you might be going home. Yeah. And and the next company might come in and they come in with their own people. Yeah. So that's happening. Yeah. And looking at my W-2, I ain't got no money. There's whispers that we might not win the contract again. So I'm going to be unemployed. Back in St. Thomas where everybody think I's a celebrity because I get this job, right? right. Everybody think I, Kyle made it. Kyle got right. it. I so thought you I made come, it. How I going to come back home with $1,200 and, and nothing <clears> to show for it? So in contrast, right? Like when you are, and it's real, like for me, I people outside of us, our family, like I don't really pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. But the people I'm in in my family is who I kind of compare myself to Sony, Pressure, Kyle, whoever, you know what I mean? That being successful. So when you are on that journey, I was on another journey on the opposite side of the law. And I was making money, but I was blowing it fast as well. Because yeah. in my mind, I used to be like, my God, I would make, make this shit back. back. And I end up developing a serious bad habit of burning money fast to the point because i didn't again i didn't know nothing about financial literacy i didn't know nothing about what to do with my money i didn't know i was just like okay we make 60 toe we spend mm-hmm. 60 toe yeah. we're yeah, gonna go make 60. 60 toe again if you don't make 60 toe we go rap 60 toe yeah, like whatever the case may be but yeah. if i had financial literacy at that age i probably wouldn't have been in that game for so long so and bad. i probably would have been better off now so even though we were doing two different things we still end up having the same dilemma yes when it comes to money yes and not being smart exactly. with our money and it wasn't that we weren't being smart we didn't know we, we didn't have didn't the know. knowledge to be dumb or smart exactly. we just didn't have the information so we were just was, yeah. trying to figure this shit and our parents were really just nine to five people i don't think our parents were seeing the kind of money we were seeing no at all they wouldn't even know how to tell us what, what to do with our money it. i mean on a kind of basic level yeah but like on a deeper level they, they didn't know so during that time i remember I remember, remember distinctly, there was the the global recession I hit two thousand eight, mm-hmm. right? Um, properties were cheap, things were going crazy, people selling everything, the world falling apart. Mm-hmm. I was I was lucky, well, grateful. I was blessed enough to have a job during that time, right? It had a it had a uh, a unit um, out Elysians in mm-hmm. St. Thomas, Virgin Islands. This is a resort, a hotel resort slash yeah. condominium in the Virgin Islands beachfront. There was three units, bro, for sale. One next to the, the, the all three of them are joining. Mm. Okay, so you could as it was listed as a two bedroom, three bathroom apartment, mm. or three one bedroom, one bathroom apartment. Yeah, bro, they wanted two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for that yeah. in two thousand eight. Today, that's worth about one point two mil. Crazy, but then they were selling for two hundred and fifty grand. So in my early days of having this job and you know I yeah. could I could afford this let me yeah. try it. let me try it. so I make the calls and the, the realtor was like okay yeah 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 you could afford it you check out but I was using my VA loan mm-hmm. my veteran affairs loan and with that loan when you try to use that for, for a home it has to be for residential purposes only right? right so it can't be even if I intend to live there it's on a commercial property right so it's a no no right so they were like no the, the VA ain't gonna fund this loan. You have to go conventional. And with conventional, you got to put on 20, 25% at the time. Mm-hmm. And I think that was like, uh, it was 20%. <coughs> I think it was like 50 grand I would have had to come up with. Right. So once I hear that figure, I was like, eh. no. Yeah. I didn't stop like today. Yeah. That same scenario was the past. And I went in that same scenario, right, that right. same situation. The you knowledge know I have now, right, right. I would have found that 50 grand and I would not have let that slide. Yeah. Right? And then there was other times when Opportunities presented itself to build a house. Okay, it's gonna take um 24 months to finish. Who got 24 months to wait for a house? No man, I gonna invest in this in this promotion show. I gonna do this, I gonna do that. But then guess what happened? 24 months pass, and I still in the same position, working mm. for these people, looking for something that's gonna bring me passive income. Right. Yeah, then right. we were always thinking about short term investing. Exactly. Because when like when I was when I was 19, I opened my first investment account. Right. If I had tell Redman, like, Redman, listen, give me five grand because I know you have it. And let's invest in this 
each rate of this so child. So be like, I know you have it. I, I know, know what I know they're doing. Yeah, yeah. 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 You'd have been like, what? what? Like, no man. Like, and I gotta wait like 15 years, like to steal money. Yeah. Like, no man, I go take this money and I go flip it now. Yeah, I go get it. Yeah, I go get it. Said no. Nah, you were really looking at shots. Shots. Yeah. Because I was looking at. Okay, you know what? We grew up struggling. We didn't have. have it. Yeah. Like, I want to have though. No. Like, I don't you know want what to wait to have. Subconsciously, for us, life was short. Mm. Around us in how we seen life, how we were losing, our how we were losing friends, how people were going prison, how our uncles were moving in our mind, like subconsciously, life was short. Like you gotta get this shit now, oh, you gotta live now. And I wish it was an, another way around it. True. You know what I mean? I wish I look back on it, but I appreciate the journey. Yeah. But I could see, and that's why I'd have spent so much time with. Youth man, you know what I mean? Cause that I just really want and I'm like, bro, listen. Dang it. Trust me. <laughs> okay, just I just I don't want to tell you what to do. I don't yeah. want to be the boss of you. Yeah. I don't want you to not live your life. I just want you to trust me yeah. when I tell you yeah. that you are going to lose. Yeah. Cause you're not going to do anything that I've never done. Yeah. Yeah. Trust me, bro. You're going to lose. And you know what? Now. We didn't have nobody exactly. instilling that in us no. when we were coming up. So mm-hmm. by the time we get to that point, that's why like investing and flipping was so easy for us that we wanted right. everything now because right. we were thinking shot off. Yeah. And then yeah. our, our parents is really the the first generation that kind of peaked their way out the struggle in us. Because mm. our grandparents were in, in the, the struggle. struggle. Deep. So our parents were like the first generation that did like they they ain't even thinking about investing. Mm-hmm. They know past surviving to kind of like live, live a little bit yeah. you know what i mean so like for them working a job making this money paying your rent was successful like if you do that and stay out of trouble you successful yeah. so they didn't have the the um the knowledge or they wasn't equipped with what we have now mm-hmm. but is that is the stages you know what i mean because our grandmother them had to go through what they went through mm-hmm. for our parents to go through what they go through for us to springboard after that, even if we kind of faltered early, mm-hmm. our turn them ain't gonna go through what we went through. We know that for sure. And, so, and in in saying that, like now, whenever I get a new dope idea, I know. I one thing about me, I'm a visionary. Like at this point in my life, I could kind of identify that gonna make bread. Yeah, that may not make that much, but this hair going. So right. when I when I leap, or even I, when, yeah, right. And when I jump and I say, hey, I gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I ain't making a decision lightly. Yeah. It's something like like I doing this. He could tell you when we right. start when we start talking about this podcast, we're talking for this about this a year before we start. Yeah. The check. And I strategizing and I doing all of that. So when I go to mom's and I say, Mom, you know what? I ain't walking overseas no more. I'm missing too much birthdays. I'm missing my children. I'm missing right. I'm missing everything. I'm missing life. You know, the simplicities of life of just going by your pile and them and cooling out and having a drink. I can't do that. Right. So nah, I, I don't know this here. You sure? Okay, what are you gonna do? Yeah. <laughs> credit how oh, boy I telling you stay there stay there and walk and make your money and save and then come home and open a Yo. grocery store or something that's the Bro. security in there and I, I that's the security yeah I want Pennsylvania driving trucks for talking don't feel like she don't want her for her son you know Bro, I want Pennsylvania right driving trucks for $30 I want good money bro and I tell my mother, like, I go in Atlanta, man. Like, I into this music thing. And, yeah. like, this is why I'm doing. And I, this is why I want to my, my family down there. You know what I mean? And she was like, what? You going where? Dream <laughs> like, what are you going to do when you down there? You going to walk? I'm like, no. <laughs> I go figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? They don't understand that like, language. Like, I, but for me, it's mean. like, if I don't take that leap, to be an entrepreneur in a sense, then my turn I'm gonna just be and there's nothing wrong with working at yes. nine to five. I'm not even telling nobody to don't get a career, don't go to college. I'm not saying that. You know what I mean? But I don't know, man. For me, freedom is a little different. I might struggle with the freedom, but I need to be able to be free and put myself in a position where my children could be free. You step out on a branch, you know if you go fly or not. Right. Exactly. And, you know I mean? and not you only know? that, if you don't step out on a branch, that's where the fruit is. That's so what we're doing, what we're doing on the tree. We're doing, the fruit right. over here and we just in the in the in the comfort and the security of this part where right. there's nothing right. but just quote unquote security and yeah. what we right. think security is. But the thing that you need to survive, the fruit, is over there. Over so there. I go in for it. Yeah. And again, 
this is not a not a nine to five people. I was a nine to five person right. for a while. Jar- more of my life than I was an entrepreneur. Right. Okay. And I ain't knocking it. If this entrepreneur shit don't work out, I know my right. resume is strong enough that I go fall back into Fat. something like exactly. nine to fiveism. Right. But but when the nine to five start to take away from your your peace, when it start to chip at your mental health. When you bring in the shit home from work that you've been dealing with all day and you're like, yo, you home and your kids, you can't even give your kids the attention that you need to give them and, and vibe with them on a level because you're so frustrated with what happened and what took place today at the job, at them people's job. It's a different when you're dealing with stress for your no. personal business. It don't even feel like stress, Bro, to be honest with you. I was making $30 an hour with severe depression. Yeah. I wasn't happy. I tell you. Like, I was not happy. First of all, I'm in Pennsylvania. I don't know nobody up here. I don't hang with nobody. I can't go by nobody's house. I can't go by Sony. I can't call Sony. I can't go by Kyle. I can't go by Pressure. I can't go by June. I can't go by nobody. It's but me and my kid. me anyway. I call me anyway. Definitely. <laughs> right. Facts. You know what I mean? Because I like, you have to understand, like, we grew up close. Like, mm-hmm. our families, like, we, like, that's, you know what I mean? It's us. Like, we go to school. If he, it looked like a bunch of friends, but it really is family. You know what I mean? So that, that was hard f- for them years like that. And Sony, I always had my back. Anything going wrong, I swear I can't Sony phone. Like, yo, bro, like I fucked up. I, like, I can't leave. So like, rescue me. Like, I'm in trouble. When I in bed, <laughs> sleeping. Like, I, okay. I just, my husband probably be like, <laughs> I don't give a shit. Chad got to understand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Chad got to understand. Like, from since I was a little it's boy, going, Sony <laughs> is the answer. Anything going wrong, Sony? Sony, like what to do? <laughs> because I don't know, for some reason, she always been a person that kind of like, you look like she know what the fuck to do. Like, she so, doesn't watch us do them for You know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't doing that with yeah, so you. Yeah, know what to do. Are <laughs> you done? Yeah, check. And then when we get in our ass, boss, we're doing the dumb oh, shit, God. Sony day. Yeah. And the phone, I just doing regular yeah. shit. Regular shit. I got shit. with the bill, money like. Wow. Right, like, God, come rescue me, man. So. But how you, like, so I know you went to, like, all these things. How did you arrive to credit repair? Okay, that's a good question. So all them things I mentioned was just part of my journey, right? At no point in time, I ever told myself, I'm going to fix people's credit. Right. <laughs> and, like, that was never right. anywhere in my journey. So while I'm overseas working, I'm making decent money. And I'm like, listen, I need to leverage this paycheck, this W-2, so I could go to the bank and get approved for um, properties so I could flip houses. Right. And then I had some, I, I, my credit has always been decent. Right. right. Times when my partner them would let their credit like go, like yeah. me paying her back, I'd be like, man, they're going to just pay back. You know, again, because I always been kind of like doing things the right way type of vibe, right? Yeah. When it comes to sort of thing. A lot of things. But, um, so <clears throat> I was, I was doing some research where I was like, listen, I need to figure out how to turn credit into cash. Right. Because I have all this credit 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 card availability. Right. But I know I can't like swipe a card and buy a house. Right. That money have to be from a bank account. Right. How do I get this credit card from the money from out this credit card into a bank account? Yeah. So I YouTube and I Google and I do all of this and I come across a mentorship. Come across this dude and he was like, yo, my mentorship is about turning credit to cash. Okay, you is who I need to talk to. Yeah. Screw along his page and the game he was given, bro, <clears throat> for free. For free. It's like, damn, if if you gain this out for free, then imagine why it is I gonna get when I pay, right? Right. And again, I've been doing this for weeks. Right. So I I don't I don't filter out the people them that just want you sign up that ain't mm. really giving that much sauce. Right. The people them that say sign up and they gonna give you the sauce. No. You know what I mean? So it was 10 racks mm-hmm. to join a mentorship group. Yeah. 10 racks. Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> and and I and, and you know, it's important that you say that because I want people to understand that. I know when it's, you know, in the Virgin Islands, we have this thing that every time somebody come up with something, they think that you're trying to hustle them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they, they don't really know the time and the money mm-hmm. you spent yep. to get educated. I remember I used to be like, yo, you, you is, why well, in Vegas at a conference? In Vegas at a, what the fuck you doing? Like, we going out, you know? Like, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to check, check out next time. But I in Vegas at a conference, you know what I mean? So like, I want to highlight that before we move forward, mm-hmm. just for the people to understand that. I know when you see him talk about credit and helping people and it's really like profound how many people he helping in the community and liberating people. That's what it really is. Yeah. You liberating people, mental liberation about how we view money. Yeah. 
that you actually did went and put in the work yeah. to make it happen. And I believe until you dissolve the adoration sure. and the money and the, the money that you charge to yeah. fix that post. I mean, if Kyle charge you six hundred dollars to help you fix your credit, but then you could get a loan for three hundred thousand fucking dollars. Uh, come on, what are you crying about? If you know get fifty thousand dollars, even if you get fifty, th- yeah, and then you pay me six hundred, right? And hey, like discrepancies in the reporting, and it comes out for your report, right? You know, and what I mean? save you fifty grand, and you pay six hundred. Right. So, I mean, that's one of the people in the community. Like, we don't mind in, investing in him because how he shares the wealth, and he didn't just say. And then you think about it, he traveled on his own dime mm-hmm. to go speak to people and deal with people, and I was hustling dog too, yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, it wasn't like you who were trying to jit people yeah. about it. You know what I mean? I was like the first guinea pig. Yeah, and that's you know what I mean? investing in Kyle. You investing in, in yourself. yourself. Exactly. Because Thank you. Kyle taking the time to invest in you mm-hmm. and educate you. you. So that if you're spending $600 to invest in yourself, I right. can tell you, like, being in the financial world right. for as many years as I have been, like, it's extremely worth it right invest in yourself invest in yourself so on that journey i had to learn the stuff right and i didn't even i didn't even sign up to learn credit going back to that hey my biggest focus was figuring out how to get this money out of this credit card into my bank account so i could go buy and sell a house that's what i was in doing so i joined this mentorship 10 racks it wasn't it wasn't we from a place where like i want to stop you again one more time go ahead you didn't learn that in school no, sir. So we'll go back to the part when you no, say sir. he wasn't making good grades. Mm-hmm. But he always been the investigative person mm-hmm. of wanting to know out of the bunch of all of us. Mm-hmm. Are the boys? Like he always was a person. So that was smart in itself just to like, damn, I need to know how to do something. He go go figure it out. That trigonometry didn't help him do that. No. Calculus you know what I'm saying? Didn't calculus that. didn't help him do exactly. that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So I want just to tie that in for the, the youth, them who watching. It's not really about school to me is about being disciplined. And I'm not knocking about anybody. I was smart. You know what I mean? Like I would got good grades whenever I did really good. decided to do school. So wonder how he's so f- do smart. It? And he don't he don't listen. I just what? don't he, so it is like intelligent. Like this dude smart. could help me with my homework and he failing yes. and I getting good grades. Like, <laughs> I was confused. How does like for me, I, like listen, how does that happen? Report what card I, day, my mother would say. Look at doing report card and look at your business. Yo. You ain't shame. <laughs> no, no, let's 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 peel her back. Why should I be ashamed that doing getting high grades and I'm not? <laughs> because it's doing we talk about. Right. <laughs> no, when you walking and doing watching TV, doing watching watching National Geographic. Yeah, I, I, mm-hmm. I was fun. Yeah, man. man. I was I really was fun. I just didn't like the structure of school. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just didn't I feel and then too. Our family is an educational family. Like a lot of us, really smart, you know. And a lot of times when we go in school, like I already know this shit, man. Yeah. I don't want to fucking be here. Yeah, yeah. And then I had like PE first period. Yeah. What you want me to do? Get sweaty and then stay in school the whole, whole day. day. Exactly. Oh, no, I skip in PE, man. Exactly. Nobody has make speak Spanish where I from. I ain't speaking no Spanish. Like why need that? I just were going Spanish class. Come is dog real pretty. You know? <laughs> Other than that, they were like, I don't know what the fuck we talking about right now. You know, shout out Tito, man. Miss Dow still my wife. You check, Mister Dow just holding the place for me. You know, that's my girl to the ground forever. Back to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check, but yeah, but, but yeah, yeah, man. Your so, house is so. So that's what my plan was, just to 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 gain the real estate. So I joined this mentorship, right? And I'll never forget the mentorship start um, uh, the night of the election, election results. Yeah. When they were like, Carl, I know who, if Joe Biden win or if Trump win. I yeah. So somebody was like, hey, we still going to have that that, cla- that call tonight? And the dude was like, them two old white men ain't going to come, regardless of who win. None of them two old white men going to put food on your table or your mm-hmm. table. So yeah, we get class tonight. Mm-hmm. And then that kind of give me an awakening, like yo, I, we don't put too much energy in sorting shit that really don't benefit us, right? Right. So like, I was a man. I remember when Trump won the election, I was sick to my stomach. I like, oh God, how this man win? And I had to unpeel. Like, why had matter to so much to me? Right. Why? Just because we don't attach ourselves to a side, right. and then when that side ain't winning, no, we 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 hurt. And that that comes in politics, sports, mm-hmm. 
anything, bro. Anything. Yeah. anything. I know a man in here when he's when his bills playing. Don't look for him. <laughs> don't okay. call him. Don't call him. Don't text him. Don't text him. Nothing. And if they lose. It was. Check him next week. They were like, we're doing a podcast on this. I was like, what, Sunday? No. Exactly. There's no way we're exactly. doing a podcast on Sunday and Buffalo and Bills playing. To saying we don't attach too much energy to Which is true. things. I realized that when my sports started losing and I had no choice but to say, you know what? I can't, I can't focus on them. I know right. they ain't losing. Right. You check? And that's when I was like, wait. I didn't even realize they had four games onto them. Me watching none of them. Right. Because I was being productive. That's right. a story for another day, right? Right. So I joined a mentorship Last story shot, he started talking about before you want to start investing and doing all this stuff, you need to learn and understand how to be financially literate. You right. got, like it starts there because everything I teach you as far as all these different businesses and business opportunities, you could blow it if you're not financially literate. Right. So he started with credit. And I'm like, okay, well, my credit really good. And then it's like, is your credit really good? Go through these line items. What about this? Well, how much inquiries you have? What's the utilization? All these different things. And I was like, well, shit, that my credit were good, right? So then I applied for a house and with my okay credit and the interest rate they gave me was something crazy, right? right? And I'm like, damn, that's a high payment for, for a house. That i like, why why am I paying so much? Oh, because your credit ain't that good. I'm like, but you tell me I had go- good credit when we are get pre-approved. Well, you have fair credit. Right. You need very good credit. Right. I thought once your credit ain't bad, it's it, good. It's good, right. No, that's not it. Right. So in gain that I learned a lot about credit right. and I learned a lot about business. Mm-hmm. Right. And then of course I start working on my own credit, start fixing my credit. Okay. St- stuff start to move, stuff start to shake. I got to the 800 club for the first time in my life. That was a big deal for me because I always wanted to get there. Didn't know how to get there. So I got there. Right. And then I start thinking like, Hey, who my family get bad credit? Who out there get bad credit? Which one are you? Who need help with the credit? He raised his hand. <laughs> Hi, like, <laughs> so I say, come save me, nigga. Come on, bro. <laughs> Give me, sign up for this. Here. Show me, show me, show me all of this. Here. Show me credit. The report. crazy thing about it is, I have just filed for bankruptcy, bro. And I didn't, I wasn't ashamed of bankruptcy because I had done a kind already, you know, like, I'm a big fan of Donald Trump. So he was like, he done fight for bankruptcy a hundred times. He's still a billionaire. So, like, well, I go inside. I go, you know what I mean? And then enter Kyle. You know what I mean? I was like, man, Kyle, look, man. Like, I fight for this So he showed me his bro. report, and I was like, okay, this is a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck you <laughs> were doing, boy? <laughs> I was like, I, 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 I look, you're this Just sign this so, shit, though. <laughs> so when we went for that drink that one time, and you tell me, yeah, you get, you know, you got some issues with your credit. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man, you know, we nice and we drunk. Yeah. Man, I get you. I got you, bro. Yeah. Send it to me. Man, I get you. That's easy. Well, when I sober up, and I look at that, that, that credit report, <laughs> And I look at the negative items on the list. And I like, what the fuck? Why why I just got myself into? Look, well, but I had story shot. I, I had, had the knowledge to fix it. I had an old head. You should tell me. One of my old head if I went and got a credit card, right? And then they were like, he was like, if you ain't paid back, what's gonna happen? They were like, you just gonna get back credit. He was like, you gonna go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, no. He was like, oh yes, yeah, sign me up. <laughs> God. I never played this one bad. So that was my attitude to all that shit. I was like, oh, you can't go to jail? Like, you mean you're going to give me this $20,000? And if I don't ever pay back, you're not locking me up? They stealing? So let me steal. You know what I mean? This is free That's stealing, how, man. This is that was stealing. how low my financial literacy was. For me, it was just like, oh, you giving me $20,000? Oh, shit. So, Come, sign me I up. I have for this credit card, so yeah, I'm right using and I don't have to. And pay. I don't have to. Like, if I don't pay, like, nothing will happen. So after years of this type of thinking. Oh, man. I, I was um, I was faced with, with fixing his credit. So I like, all right, I have the knowledge and the tools now to do it, right? And I believe in before I charge people a dollar for a service or a thing, mm. I need to be so versed and so knowledgeable, knowledgeable about it. And how else will I get the knowledge until I fix the people around me right. credit? You know what I mean? And enter Red Man with his badass credit. Right. So I started to get him in, get him through, do it, start doing my disputes or whatever, whatever, whatever. One by one, things just start falling. Boom. This was removed. This was removed. This was removed. I impressed myself at this point because I just started for the first time. 
And again, I ain't advertising this to the world. I mean, nobody nah. know why he's doing this. Like, he just sent it, it to me. And when he sent it to me, right, I like, okay, yeah. And I like, my boy, the back of the thing removed from Equifax. Yeah, he oh, excited yeah. me. I yeah, like, cool. okay, so, I, so I could go for a loan? No, scunt. That's a big deal. Right. But wait, you know? So that started to happen. Shit started getting removed. And I take, well, he already gave you the full disclosure. So I could talk about it. I take his credit score from a five and change up to a high seven and change. In about five or six months, right? I fucked it up, though. Oh. I fucked that shit up. In me, I was swear to God, I don't know what gave it to so, me. So I dumb. So he I had ain't even gonna lie to you. <laughs> Backstory: He had three. He had three. But uh, bankruptcy was showing an Experian, Equifax, and TransUnion. The three credit bureaus. I got it removed from Equifax and TransUnion. So it's only showing an Experian. An Experian giving us a hard time to get removed. So I say, you know what? Um. We just got to wait for experience. But in the interim, what I could do is I know there's certain banks that only pull from Equifax. And I know there's certain banks that only pull from TransUnion. So it doesn't even matter that your, your bankruptcy is showing an experience. I go, I have you apply with these banks so you could get approved for the new whip that you try and get. But don't go into a dealership because they're going to pull it from all three. And once they see that experience, they're going to say, get your stupid motor scandal down here. So, so don't do that. Okay? Yeah, 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 for sure. For yeah. sure. Bro. Dwayne, take the flow. I want, I swear I want concrete. <laughs> I want driving. And they were fast in a dealership were coming up. Big fucking Toyota dealership. I like, I drive in this Ford Escape. I like, man, they tired of this fucking Ford Escape. And he me a fucking Toyota. They're, they're reliable. This Ford Escape, I don't have to replace it. Fucking transmission. I just so tired of this shit. Be I pull into that shit, sign up. I like, I'll close the guy and I prove everything. So it be that man, that man run my credit like 40 fucking times. Long and sharp, me at the car. I just leave like, fuck it, me at the car. I swear, like two weeks later, Kai, like, hey, what the fuck you do? What you were doing in that car dealership? I'm like, huh? <laughs> I'm like, what? What car dealership? <laughs> I sit in down, I say, okay, it's 30 days, it's time for the red man disputes, man. Let me go in here and update his account. Let me then I'll do run my disputes and see what's going on. I pull up this man report, credit score drop 45 points. Yo. He get 40 inquiries. Yo. I say, red man. I call him, I say, yo, he answered the phone so calm. Right? So calm. So I like that. You might uh, you might uh, get hacked or something or everything, everything good on your end like you know like there's any fraud anything you want to tell me is what you try to get <laughs> everything blessed I said my boy you went you went to the dealership lately yeah we're trying to get what the fuck I say so nonchalant I over here and all I said on the phone try not to scream like what a scud what the fuck you doing like Yo. bro you serious I said you got proof. Nah, they ain't approved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I said, but I didn't They said they got bankruptcy on the thing. They said, they can't. They can't approve. They can't. can't. They, they yeah. see the bankruptcy. Yeah, they got a bankruptcy on the country. They didn't care. Okay, fuck it. I tell you, I tell you not oh. to apply oh, until God. we do X, Y, Z. Yeah, man. You're right, you know. Hey, you You're know what's right. so crazy? I don't manage artists. I don't stress the importance of them listening. And my motherfucking eyes don't fucking listen. Oh, that <laughs> That's a bit crazy, man. But, yo, was... and you know, so, man, look. So, we were the guinea pigs, Ollie, right? We're happy to do it, you know what I mean? Because, first of all, you have to know the character of the person that you're dealing with. Uh, Kyle ain't no scammer. Kyle, you know what I mean? Kyle really serious about his shit. He always been serious about his shit. So, any, all his friends who are wrong him, like he want, he into something and we got to support or sign up, we want to sign up. You know what I mean? So now when you on social media and you seeing all these testimonies of people excited to see their score jump and being able to be so flexible in with their finances and do the things and be liberated, man, I'd watch it and I'd be so proud. I'd be like, man, there goes another one. There goes another one to the point that anybody that talk to me, if there's an ounce of stress in your voice about any problems you might be having with your money, I'd be like, yeah, so listen, um, yeah, Kyle, you want me to call Kyle for you? A direct car. We got him on the line right now. You know what I mean? I'd be like, no, 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 how much you going to charge? I'd be like, you went about the wrong thing. 
Okay, because white age, you about to pay these credit card people and these loan people. You're going to pay a fraction of that with Kyle, and he's going to fix that shit. Motherfucker, that shit going to get erased. So I'm not even about getting it fixed. I, I, I always trust him. He's going to teach you. He's not just going to fix that's, it, take your money, and leave. That's the most valuable part. Let me Real quick, let me talk about how I got into the financial literacy aspect. I started with credit repair. Right. Just because I wanted a better interest rate, so I fixed my own credit. I know my partner them and my cousin them had bad credit. I fixed their credit. But what happened is, because of the lack of financial literacy, this jackass went into the damn dealership with a bankruptcy thinking he was going to get approved. Why? So I wasn't doing a good job at teaching. So I needed to be better at teaching mm. because I ain't giving you and, and giving you a whole bag, fixing your credit so you could get a whole bag so you could go back out and make the same mistakes that you made to get into the situation, but maybe it might be 10 times worse because you got 10 times more than you had last time. I ain't going to sleep good at night knowing that I'm adding to that. So that's how the financial literacy started to come in. Because it's like, first I was just credit repair, credit repair, credit repair. I was like, no guys, this is how it works. You have to understand a closing date, a statement date, a due date. You got to know when to pay this credit card. You got to look at your utilization and understand you need to keep it below. 30% is what it's saying on the internet. But if, before you go for funding, you're trying to get proof or something, it needs to be below 10%. Because if you are already 30% in debt and I give you more debt, no, you're no longer at 30% um, utilization. You're going to run it up. So I don't want you to be in debt and my dime. You check? So that's how the banks start to think. So I had to start teaching the financial literacy. I had to start teaching about spending and cutting back on your spending and creating new income. Because at the end of the day, if you need an extra 300 if you are short $300 for stuff that you need to cover, do not sit on and cry that you don't have 300 Figure out a way to create that $300. There's so many different ways that you could do that. And that's a story for another day. But that's how the financial literacy came because we weren't taught. All the stories that we shared about right. growing up and blowing money, we weren't taught to be financially literate. We didn't right. understand it. We just have money, you spend money. Have money, you spend money. Right. But then we're not getting any wealthier doing it that way. So once I learned and I realized nobody else was teaching my community right. and a lot of this, there was so much evidence that my community needed to know this, I kind of put it on my back like, okay, if I don't do it, who the heck gonna do it? So, and that's how the financial literacy came into, came into play because that is the most important part of my program. Yes, I could get certain things removed if they're if they're reporting inaccurately. Yes, I could do all of that and make your credit score good. But what are you gonna do after that? Right. What are you gonna do with a good credit score? You gonna fumble the bag? You gonna buy some shit that you don't need to be buying? You gonna invest in some bad investment because it's sound good? You gonna get scam? Right. That's where the financial literacy. Yeah, don't get scamming, especially with them prime dresses. You're well, gonna call me to get <laughs> you're gonna call me to get pre-approved. Right. Facts. To buy a house. Yes. To buy a house. That's yes. what you're gonna do. That's what you're gonna do. Call Sony to get pre-approved. That's Sony a fact. is a mortgage broker now. <laughs> right. Yes. So hey, we we we're doing things. Right. So I can fix it. And credit. Sony's been in, in the financial space for her entire career, yes. mostly. So and not only that, so, and she's a, a mortgage broker. Here on the financial um here on the Caribbean currency podcast, we have a particular question we like to ask our guest, and even though you're not a guest, you're a host, but today you're a guest, yeah. we're interviewing you, we're trying to get to know who you are. We always ask our guests, what is your favorite form of currency? What is your currency? What is the currency that identifies you, that you project? What do you identify with? And again, currency could be money. It could be love. It could be anything. It don't just have to be money. Right. My favorite, what my, the most important form of currency for me is knowledge. Mm, that's deep. Because at the end of the day, a lot of things could come and they could go. But when you know how to create something, when you have that knowledge, when you know the things that you need to know to take you to a place that you need to go, you can always get there. So, for instance, if I, I've had situations where I lost it all and then some, how are you going to lose when you even had? Facts. Like I lose all the money that I had and then I were in debt on top of that. Right. So I, losing it all is is a is a figure of speech. But right. at the same time, I lost it all and some that I didn't even have. But I got it all back. And that was because of the knowledge that I had to get myself out of that place. So my my most important currency definitely is knowledge. 
Well, Kyle, on behalf of the Virgin Islands diaspora, black people in, in general, people in general, because it's just not only about black folks, right? We're, we're a melting pot of people in the Virgin Islands and in the world. I just really want, for me personally, thank you for educating, inspiring, liberating a lot of the folks that you already touched in the Virgin Islands. It's really powerful. I think we had a conversation the other day in our meeting. Kyle went from being a popular person to a significant figure in our community. The way he that help people, teach people, deal with kids, deal with the Department of Education. And it's really as your cousin, your friend, your business partner, bro. Like, I appreciate you. I love you. Uh, everything that you're doing is just, uh, uh, your grandmother be proud, your parents, we are proud to be a f everything that we is to you and a brand that matters. You know what I mean? So give yourself a round of applause for that, bro. <laughs> yes. Appreciate you guys. Kyle Satius. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you guys, man. Love, 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 love. That, that, so, that means a lot. I really appreciate that. Yeah. Love. Definitely. So with that being said, man, we're bringing this to a close. Another episode of the Caribbean Currency Podcast. Please stay tuned, subscribe, follow, tell a friend to tell a friend to watch, learn, be entertained. And, and let's grow together. Let's gain knowledge together. Let's, um, you know what I mean? Move forward into the future together. See you next time. Peace. Mm -hmm.